Geoffrey Martin's tall, isn't he? He's delighted to be talking about his book, Wrestling in, Miss- in Mississippi. The M's, the I's, the S's, the P's. It's all there in the book. And um, he's gone back to the early days, the 1880s. So he's telling Jack's Rocks about the, uh, the book on uh, EPW. And somebody doesn't like that because, and it was a really good segment, this. One during which Jeffrey, Mr. Martin, smiled all the way through, even though he was trading barbs with Brandon, Brandon Savage and Justin Klein. Mainly Brandon because he says he read the book and there is um, no reference of him in there. Oh, do you know, he then opens the book and spits on the pages. That's ignored. He didn't hock a loogie or anything. No, he's too well bred for that. Too well bred, I tell you. But um, he didn't, it wasn't very good. So he hocked, didn't hock a loogie, he spat and then um, closed the book. So you never know what page it's going to be on. I'm not going to order it from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. I'm going to get a spat on book. Anyway, it was really nice, this little bit, and it's just indicative. Indicative, that is the word I am using. It has the four letters that make up the word dick, but it's a different word. So do look it up or something. Anyway, it is indicative of the real warmth that EPW can give you in a wrestling way. So first of all, we've got Brandon Savage versus Juno. Not seen Juno before. Brandon Savage probably will be keeping his unbeaten streak here. I think he'll be 11-0, won't he? Maybe Justin Klein can tell me. Because he's good at counting and all of that stuff. Now, early on, Brandon Savage, well, right at the beginning of the match, really, because it usually happens then, off of his hand, Juno goes to take it. Kick to the gut. You know this, or Juno's maybe not been in the business that long and, and you know Brandon Savage has and knows what he's doing uh, Juno almost missed the moonsault he almost over rotated and went a bit too far but he, stick, he stuck it which was great lovely slingshot axe kick from Brandon and then uh, a spine buster from Juno Klein grabbed the foot of Juno for no particular reason other than I think as my father would say devilment there was nothing to gain from it. The referee was right there. And the referee threw him out. So he walked to the back. Savage hit an immediate RKO for the pin. And he walked back out again. <laughs> well, he could do a bit of exercise, perhaps. I didn't say it. Somebody else said that. Not me, Justin. Yeah, anyway. It was a good match, actually. Not for the wrestling, but for... Well, there's some good wrestling in it, but also for what was around it, and that's great wrestling action in a kind of family programme type way. Now, earlier, Jack's talked to DDT, to DDT, Diana Taylor, this is a very good segment as well. She picks her number, seems happy with it, in comes Jennifer Justice, wants to be in the Battle Royale, picks her number as well, they both jaw at each other, they both put the numbers down, she goes away with the number, she's picked Diana Taylor's number, which is a shame for Diana because when Jennifer picked her number, she wasn't best pleased. It was great, actually, which shows probably that Diana's winning that battle royale because she'll come in right at the beginning and she'll still be there at the end, I suspect. But I won't mind that at all because she's time served and probably deserves it. So that was a really good segment. Quick, simple, nicely done. Steel Cross versus DC and Eric Wayne for the belts. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, 
that is given quite a lot of time and doesn't doesn't go outside of the arena what it does do or the room what it does do is it concentrates the nasty action in one particular place which is in front of the fans behind the guardrail which is pushed right up to the apron yes so they attack each other immediately early pile drivers stereo pile drivers from stereo pile driver from steel cross eric gets up immediately to to kick yeah he, he then brings out his fork he's not going to have a dessert he's not having apple crumble or upside down cake he is sticking that in the head um then <laughs> strange really then wayne takes the ref and uh, and meets that the, goes with the ref under the um, under the ring. Cameraman follows him, or camera person follows him, and we've got um, he's wrestling with with Alex Cross under that ring. It's fabulous, actually, really good. Eric throws a chair whilst they're in the fans. I mean, really, the fans were scattering. To be honest, Cross is bleeding by the ear. I think he got a chair by the ear. Wayne goes up to the top onto everyone. There's a this is awesome chant quite right although let's be let's be honest here by going up Eric Wayne did hit his partner as well Wayne then DD is, is then DDT'd onto the padded chairs so it'll be quite nice oh no it's gonna really hurt oh actually it was quite nice yeah lovely Wayne throws a chair in the ring hits the ref the, the ref sells the discomfort really well I mean rubber leg street and all of that holding his hand to his head all of that there are two refs the one could take over but I quite like that kind of egregious, egregious, yes, that egregious moment, really. It was lovely. Nice steel spear. Can't follow up. He's taken too much damage. There's a DC pile driver. And then um, when Eric Wayne is covering, steel pulls the ref out, lays him out. Then there's a belt shot to Eric and they just take the belts and we see them high-tailing it out there. Come on, let's go. They still got the belt. There was no outcome, but it was a really good match. And that was a really good half hour of wrestling. It was fabulously done. It was it was at a high level. The vignettes really worked. Everything about it worked. That's unusual for wrestling these days. And EPW, they ain't half got it going on. Ta-ta.